our expectations may have kind of started to suffocate us because we expect things of ourselves and it gets a little rigid there and we expect things of others and how they should behave and we expect things to go a particular way. And the truth is, those are just control mechanisms that actually don't have any relevance to predicting outcomes. Hello, and welcome back to the Clarity Cafe. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Barb, and I'm here with my co-host, Callie, to help bring you a little sip of clarity on this day. One of the things we'd like to do is encourage you to find us on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, at Clarity Cafe Podcast. And also, you can find us on our website, ClarityCafePodcast.com. We love reviews. That would be super. We also love comments and likes and shares. And this is all part of building the Clarity community to support all of us. Last episode, we talked about our intuition. And there's some great tools for helping build and get in connection with your intuition. And you can find those on ClarityCafePodcast.com. And they're called some chill mindset tools. So while we're spending time thinking about our intuition and developing our intuition further through these chill mindset tools, we're going to today talk about a juicy topic of expectations. Whew, expectations. We spend our life with lots of expectations about how our life should be, how other people should be, what we expect situations to be. And I don't know about you guys, but sometimes those expectations turn out to be not exactly what I thought they were initially, the way that things develop. And so thinking about how you go into situations is what is a realistic expectation should I have of myself and should I have of this situation? And always, you know, hope for the best, but plan for other contingencies, particularly emotionally. So that if you're going into a conversation that might be, you might think it might be a little challenging, if you could change your expectation on a conscious level to this is going to be great and it's going to be a super successful communication and connection, you bring that energy into that connection. While still, if it doesn't work out that way, you're not going to be attached to those expectations and be able to stay in your space, in your calm Use your intuition, use all the tools that you have to be able to respond as best as you can. Oh, wow. I feel like we're in the one, two, three punch here, Barb, of season three <laughs> for the first three episodes of season three. We're like, hey, speak your truth. Boom. Connect with the intuition. Boom. And oh, expectations. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been hard to open with that with that one because that one is such a loaded one, right? And, and one that a lot of us aren't conscious of. It is. It is. And an evolving thing, right? There's the expectations of how we expect things to go and our expectations of how we expect people to be and our expectations of ourselves. So there's a triangle of expectations. And the thing is, is that that can become like a contraption that ends up suffocating our enjoyment of life. And so today, let's just put a smile on our face and say, say it with me, everybody. My expectations may need to be adjusted. My expectations may need to be adjusted. Yes, yes. 
because maybe they do. Maybe your expectations are perfect. And if so, that is fantastic. Do do tell. We would love to hear it online about how you've got all your expectations super wrapped up and they're perfect and they lead to the outcomes that you want every time. And for the rest of us, let's hang out and just kind of do a little mental wiggle, a little shake it off of how our expectations may have kind of started to suffocate us because we expect things of ourselves and it gets a little rigid there and we expect things of others and how they should behave and we expect things to go a particular way. And the truth is, those are just control mechanisms that actually don't have any relevance to predicting outcomes. Yes, being able to see and disconnect from our expectation and the outcome, that's a actually very deep topic because you know everything has an expectation and the and the more important something is to us like an intimate relationship or our work and how we measure ourselves and you know what our parents think of us or what our role models think of us becomes these expectations on ourselves that are almost impossible to fulfill because you know we always want to do the best we can and have very, very high expectations. And also then that also we can project those expectations onto other people. And when do, what we get back is not what we're expecting, it can be disconcerting. And so the, the idea of actually looking at and becoming aware of when you're going into a conversation, what are my expectations? What do I expect to get out of this? Actually, you'll probably have a way more efficient conversation if you're clear on your expectations and goals and also can stay neutral to that's going to take 10 questions and answers. And so we're probably going to end up somewhere different, but it's going to be the right place and being willing to let go of the outcome and know that trust your intuition and trust the process of communication and sharing that it will lead you to the place that is the is, is a good place to be. Is it the best place to be? Who knows? That's a judgment, you know, but you might as well think it is and go forward with that because you can always course adjust later on. Yeah. So let's play with those words. Cause I think a lot of times people may tend to get expectations and goals mixed up. And so let's just play a little bit with the concept that perhaps a goal is I'm walking into a conversation and I'd like to talk about these three things or really one thing is probably appropriate for a conversation, but my goal is to have this conversation. Now, an expectation would be, I expect for them to respond in the way that I would respond. And therefore I have an expectation and a judgment. And so whatever I put on the table, if they don't react and respond in the way I expect them to, I'm going to be led to disappointment, frustration, anger, et cetera. So I think there's a There is a space about when we talk about not being attached to the outcome, there is a space to say, I have a goal to talk about these topics and I'm not going to be attached to the outcome of how that person's going to receive or where we're going to land at the end of that conversation. Because if we walk around just having these expectations all the time, the impact of that is someone's always going to get hurt or not heard or judged or there's like seven other things, but I've run out of fingers. Disappointed. (laughs) Disappointed. (laughs) 
hate that. <laughs> like, that's just probably not how we want to set up our conversations. And the thing is, uh, so funny about that is it's not conscious. Most of the time, we're not conscious that we're walking through with this expectation or set of expectations. We just find ourselves feeling disappointed or angry or, you know, if the expectations on ourselves, which, you know, we hadn't even really dove into, which is like, I expect myself to behave this way in these conversations or these work circumstances or social circumstances. And we fall short of that. You know, that disappointment can turn to guilt, shame, self-loathing, a whole boatload of other emotions that really aren't helpful and don't help us become the person we really want to be. Lots there. I was just thinking about even to take a practical situation at work and the difference between expectations and goals and being clear about that. Because if you can go into a conversation, say with three or four people who are on a team to get some, something launched, to a stat, to accomplish a task. And if you come from a space of, here's, here's my expectations. You guys are going to do it this way, exactly this way. And that's how it's going to be successful. And that's what you can think in your own, from your own perspective, the way that it would be most successful. But what if you shift that conversation to the goal of this is that in three months, these following things have happened and everyone's happy with the outcome. That's a much more open-ended conversation. And my experience is that if that is the way that you go into that conversation, particularly in a work environment, but also in a family environment, you know, my goal is, is that by 10 o'clock every night, the kitchen will be cleaned up. Now, you're not saying I expect you to do it this night, you to do it this night, because then you're going to get all this pushback. Well, I have homework to do or something else is happening. And you're making people more accountable for the outcome and to be creative to help accomplish the outcome. You may be surprised if you have sort of a goal setting, get people aligned with a particular goal, that you'll have a much more creative outcome and a more successful outcome because the other people on the team or in the conversation will feel heard and like participants and be more accountable as opposed to, and more ordering. My expectation is this, I'm kind of ordering you to do this. And that to me is a, was a really key sort of management skill that I observed some of my mentors being able to use and I think also applies in a lot of personal situations as well. Oh yeah, Barb, that's so good. And it absolutely does apply to personal relationships because I think, well, I mean, hey, none of us actually cross over our work behavior and our personal life behavior. I'm sure. Gosh, no. Nobody does that or has not done. But like, imagine if you can, in your mind, just let's all just put our imagination zone on that our tone and our expectations and our behaviors sometimes might bleed over to personal life. And then I love what you were saying about people being heard and being united amongst a particular goal or set of goals in a work environment, because also I think we can shift that a little bit into the personal perspective and say, you know, when we lead with the goal of going into a conversation and having each other feel heard, it can be very different than leading with expectations of outcomes. So for example, if you're in a relationship with someone and it's just gotten a little choppy or you're kind of getting at each other or whatever, 
the expectation that the other person is the problem and they're going to fix it after this conversation (laughs) is perhaps a less successful strategy than saying, I notice, I observe (laughs) in your head, you know, prior to the conversation, I'm observing that this is a choppy relationship for whatever reason. My goal is to go into a conversation with this person and find out what's going on. And I want them to feel heard at the end of the conversation. And I want to speak my truth by the end of the conversation. Those are goals. That approach, and even kind of lightly saying that, like, hey, I've noticed things have been pretty choppy lately. I thought maybe we could just spend a little time. I'd, I'd like to hear what's going on for you and understand that. And I'd like to share with you what's going on with me and see if we can smooth it out a little bit. That's a way more palatable and open way to connect with someone than walking in with an expectation. Yes, it leads to a couple things. That leads to a feeling of collaboration and working together. Sort of you're pulling in the same direction. And it also, as you pointed out, leads to people feeling heard because I think the a lot of frustration um, comes from, particularly when there's a little bit of a rocky situation, is those expectations that both parties are bringing into the conversation are might be a little bit at odds. But if you can step back from that perceived being at odds situation and just say, "I'd like to hear you know from your perspective and really be in that listening space." and in touch with your intuition, and then also be able to speak into that space and speak your truth. Sometimes what you perceive as like a big problem, by the end of that conversation, it'll be a much smaller thing that's a little more addressable. Doesn't seem quite so overwhelming. So that's part of the overcoming overwhelm conversation of how you manage into expectations and and goals and being able to take a, take it apart by both sharing their your perspective. And then it's also out there. It's much more honest and authentic interaction than trying to, I spend a lot of time, you know, in the past tiptoeing around things like, well, I don't really want to say that, you know, you're kind of frustrating me with this thing. I'm just going to say, uh, now a way to say that would be, I'm a little frustrated with how the project is going And I know there's a lot of details that I'm probably not aware of. I would love to hear what your perspective is while we're having some delays. That's a very tangible kind of conversation versus like, why are things not getting done in the way that I thought they were getting done? And I want you to go fix it. Uh, Just leads to a very different feeling and a very different interaction that allows both parties to move forward. And you may decide, particularly in a relationship, that, you know, oh, my expectations of this were really high. We didn't have matching expectations. That was part of the issue. Now we're aware of that and we can both tune those things so that we have a shared goal, which is have a really great interaction, accomplish some things, but then maybe we're not going to spend so much time together. You know, that's actually a great way to end a conversation because you've got some clarity and both of you have more energy now to do the things that you're really wanting to do. It doesn't always have to be the kind of butterflies and roses outcome, but if you have clarity and both parties feel heard, the feeling is way different. Reminds me of that saying, you know, do you want to be right or do you want to win? And in work and in relationships, 
I think at the end of the day, when we step back from our raw emotions that may be driving our irritation, our disappointment, our blah, blah, blah (laughs) from expectations, I think when we step back, we do want to win. We want to have our project succeed, which means, yeah, we might have to nip some of those raw emotions in the bud a little bit and find ourselves using more diplomatic approaches and ways that keep the team functional. Like we want the team to be functional. So how we approach it and how we build them is really important for that. And then the other piece of it is in our personal relationships, we want to continue those relationships. I mean, and you know, you may not want to, and that's that's a much swifter conversation if you're ready to end the relationship. But you know, we want we want to have relationships that where we feel heard and we practice hearing and feeling heard. And guess what? That's kind of like a team sport, you know, we, we got to practice together. And so we may be learning together. I've got a really good friend right now where we've had a couple of blips lately and we've both um, hit some pretty raw emotions that really aren't in present time at all. And we've kind of figured that out. And some of them are and talked through those. And I think back to a conversation we had recently and we were both in tears Um you know, resolving the situation, but it was really quite a beautiful thing because the tears were about how much we love and care for each other and how much we don't want to hurt each other's like feelings and, and how, you know, the experience we were able to use it as something that we both learned and grew from. And like, what more could you want from a relationship, but that honesty and that, just being, we were both super genuine with each other, careful with our words to not tiptoe, but more just make sure we spoke our truth without any other baggage. (laughs) If you haven't checked out that episode, leaving your baggage at the door, definitely go back to that one from season one. I think expectations could be another bag, don't you, Barb? Oh, it's a big one. And there's there's multiple ones, different colors and all kinds of them. (laughs) (laughs) but they come disguised they come disguised as other things they do but yeah being careful and taking the time to have really good fruitful conversation and taking the space you know we weren't able to have the conversation right away being able to think through our emotions and get clarity with what we wanted to speak and what was really present for that relationship helped us to have a very successful conversation, and we were able to move on from that with a mutual understanding. So do we want to be right or do we want to win? And in the case of our relationships, often we really want to win. Absolutely. And and a win is that is that all parties involved feel heard and participate in the communication. So valuable to look at uh, particularly areas of your life where you have a little conflict or a little tension and maybe a good practice to take away from this episode would be to think about what's an area of my life that I'm just not quite being as effective and authentic and heard um, and winning as I'd like. And maybe how could I change how I go into that next interaction, even if it's an interaction with myself and how I talk to myself. So we'd love to hear from any uh, experiences that you're having around that. We'd love to hear from you on social. We'd love to hear from you at, at Clarity Cafe Podcast on Instagram or Facebook, claritycafepodcast.com. You can leave a review. We'd love to hear that as well. 
We just always love to hear from the community. Are you using the community mapping tools? Have you uh, checked out the Intimate Relationships course or all the other great free things that we have up available that we want to make available to our Clarity fam? On our next episode, we're going to be talking about an amazing, powerful topic, manifesting. Because whether you know it or not, you're manifesting all the time. And when you get to choose what you manifest from that sense of peace and calm and present awareness, you can manifest infinite possibility. So until next time, thanks for joining us for a little cup of clarity and take what's useful for you. Let go of the things that aren't. They may come back later and be useful, but just be in the present moment and be well. Be well.